Another exciting edition of the Y'all Show is back on the air with you. How y'all doing? Good to talk to you. We're in a very special location on today's show as well as on the Friday edition of the All Southern Show. I'll tell you where that is in just a second. I'll tell you first about myself. I'm John Rawl. It is so wonderful to have you aboard as we have this All Southern Show up and going, the Y'all Show. And we've got a fun show today, plenty of headlines to get to, as we've got some news headlines from where I am today to pass along. But also, we're going to tell you about the group Alabama. Unfortunate news is the band Randy Owen and and company, mainly because of Randy's own health woes, they've had to cancel the rest of their 50th anniversary tour. And I know a lot of you out there are fans of the band Alabama. We've got all that statement from Alabama coming your way in just a few minutes here in our headlines from across the southeast we also will let you know a little bit more about president trump on wednesday he made his way to louisville kentucky and we'll let you know a little bit of what happened there as he made his stop at the 75th annual amvets convention and he spoke to veterans on wednesday so more on that and then alabama politics former head football coach tommy tuberville he's running for the u.s senate in the Yellowhammer state and according to him he's got some very favorable evidence on Uh, his lead in the u.s senate race at least on the republican side so we've got some alabama politics coming your way some north carolina politics coming your way from the halls of government in raleigh that we'll pass along to you in just a few minutes here on the y'all show and then we'll wrap it up with some fun stuff we've got a listing of the friendliest states in america is your state the friendliest state in the good old U.S. of A. And I actually saw one of our southern states listed as one of the most unfriendly states in the country. I'll let you know all of that when we get to it. And we'll also let you know if your city is one of the top 50 mosquito cities in the country. And where I am today, I've already been attacked twice by mosquitoes. I think it's my blood type. Those skeeters really love me. But yes, perhaps you're on the list of the top 50 mosquito cities, and we'll share with that. We'll let you know what cities are there, and if your lovely town is mosquito country, we'll get to all of that here in just a few minutes on the Y'all Show. Later this hour, I want you to stick around. We're going to have our Festive South. We've got some awesome places for you to consider going here in the days of August, the last couple of days in the month of August. And we'll also let you know about some fun stuff taking place in September across the Southland. That's a part of our Festive South feature coming up just a few on the Y'all Show. When we get to our second hour of the All Southern Show, we'll start it off with a look at books. Perhaps you are in the mood for a good read before Labor Day arrives. We've got a nice listing of books available from Amazon and New York Times bestsellers list, and we'll share that with you at the start of the second hour of today's Y'all Show. And then it's time for our SEC Insider on this Thursday edition. We've got news from from the depth chart perspective, we've got news from who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Auburn Tigers to talk to talk to you about. And we also will let you know all things else going on in the SEC. And we've got a couple of head coaches that we'll get to. We'll let you hear from the Vanderbilt football coach, Derek Mason, as Coach Mason talked about his team and how they're trying to stack up the quarterback position here as they lost a key player in Shermer who moved on to the other league (laughs) and we'll talk about that with Vanderbilt coach Derek Mason 
Our friend Adam Sparks of the Tennessean was peppering him with questions there in Nashville this week. We've got Coach Mason as well as Auburn coach Gus Malzahn as he made that decision to name a starter here this week. We've got info on that. And we'll be hearing from the head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks, Will Muschamp. And he didn't make a decision this week on his starting quarterback as Jake Bentley is firmly entrenched as the Gamecocks signal caller. But what Coach Muschamp did do this week in Columbia as he did announce his backup quarterback, which probably didn't sit all too well with a guy who's got a little bit more experience in Columbia SC. And we'll let Coach Muschamp do the talking behind the mic. And again, Coach Muschamp's Mason and Malzahn, all part of our SEC Spotlight when we reach today's second hour. If you want to connect with us, we'd love to have you aboard the Y'all Show. Our number is 803-816-1170. You can also text that number anytime you feel like it, 803-816-1170. Our email address is y'allshow at y'all.com. Our website is y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com, in existence since 1995, y'all.com. And we want you to get on board if you're not all already on board y'all.com and join the fun again y'all.com our facebook page is y'all.com on facebook and if you happen to have any of those neat little apps on your smartphone or your ipad go check out the iheart radio app the tune in radio app as well as apple podcast apps all of those you can go on there and search y'all show and this little show about the south is available for a free download a really cool way to keep up with all things southern via those options well as we start out today's show i've got to tell you where we are we're back at mama's (laughs) i'm in south carolina at the home that i grew up in and today's a special day today is the 55th wedding anniversary of my mother and father and so i'm here for that reason but i'm also here because on saturday and i hate to admit it I am going to a class reunion. <laughs> and so uh, I haven't been to one in a couple of different years, a couple of different occasions. And this year is a pretty big uh, class reunion. It's not the 25th. It's not the 25th. So don't do the math. But yeah, I decided to come to this one. It's going to take place Saturday here in the old hometown of Lexington, South Carolina. And so I'm here for a little family, a little fellowship, and a little y'all show. So we haven't been here in a couple of months. So I have endured the mosquito bites. I've endured the gnats. And I've already had my fill of good South Carolina mustard-based barbecue. So I'm, I am good to go as we start off our Thursday Y'all Show. And we'll be right back here on the Friday Y'all Show with more South Carolina fun. And so stay tuned for all the fun of the Y'all Show. And congratulations to my parents on their 55th wedding anniversary. I would say 55 years of wedded bliss. But of course, just like all marriages... They've certainly had more than their share of a few ups and downs along the way, but they're still together to their credit, and I I wish them another 55 years of wedded bliss. All right, looking at our headlines from across the southeast as we start off today's headlines, and we start in Florida. When I got to South Carolina, I happened to see all over some of the news outlets about a mother in Florida who was insisting that her son not be arrested because her son was being arrested for 
uh, making threats. We're living in an era now where people are extremely paranoid, and rightfully so, of what their child may or may not do. And this woman was very upset that her son was being arrested for threatening or allegedly threatening a mass shooting. And she said in this video that you probably have already seen, as it was on a bunch of television shows and stuff, she said that he's just a little kid making jokes. But unfortunately, the 15-year-old student at Seabreeze High School in Daytona Beach did write in a video game chat room, I, Dalton Barnhart, vow to bring my father's M15 to school and kill seven people at a minimum. Officials said Dalton Barnhart was a pseudonym and not the teen's actual name. So that's good news to know. The point being... Whoever you are, 15-year-old student there in Daytona Beach, you can't joke around. You probably never could joke around about this kind of stuff, but you certainly can't do that kind of stuff in the last couple of years. Since Sandy Hook and what happened in the Sunshine State at Parkland, there's no place for joking at all about any kind of mass shooting. And so this kid, the authorities come into his home and the comment was reported to the FBI and the FBI notified the Volusia County Sheriff's Office And what we saw on the news this week was body camera footage provided by the local officials there when they showed up to arrest the teen and his mother's emotional attempt to defend her son. I feel sorry for her. Yes, he's still 15 years old. But my goodness, as we've seen, you don't have to be an adult to pull off some of these mass shootings around the country. And with anyone getting access to some of these high-powered rifles, man, what a deadly combination. I'm glad that someone was proactive there in Florida, and maybe this young man will learn a lesson, and this won't be a permanent stain on his adulthood. To Charleston, West Virginia, and they're asking if the governor, who is Jim Justice, can can he sue, or can, can someone sue to see what the governor can do to stay in the state capital of Charleston, West Virginia? The billionaire. Remember, this is a guy who had done extremely well. He's a close confidant of President Trump, and he has frequently been criticized in the Mountain State by members of both major parties for being gone. He's gone from the Charleston State House at business trips. His business empire has more than a hundred companies, and he is gone so much that some are wondering: Can you be the governor and not really quote reside in Charleston, West Virginia, with all of the issues that take place as a governor of a state would have? And a hearing in Charleston on Wednesday rehashed questions, including some previously posed by the governor's lawyers. Is he residing in Charleston if he sleeps there but departs in the morning and spends his waking hours elsewhere? Conversely, is he residing in Charleston if he spends some portion of his waking hours there but sleeps elsewhere. Justice, whose estimated net worth totals about $1.5 billion, has said the case is a total waste of time. His general counsel echoed those thoughts Wednesday. Again, legal action toward the governor for, for not living in Charleston at least a large part of the time, and that's got people in the Mountain State, at least some of them, up in arms over this billionaire's whereabouts. In Slidell, Louisiana, a five-year-old came to his kindergarten class with cocaine, and police in the New Orleans suburb have now arrested two adults. A spokesperson with the Slidell Police Department says this teacher saw the kid holding a bag of white powder Tuesday, and a resource officer found three bags of cocaine 
and the boy clearly knew nothing about the drugs. In an interview, he said investigators found cocaine and marijuana at his home and believe adults tried to hide drugs in pockets of his stored clothes. And luckily, we have the arrest of Angelica Stanley, who's 23 years old, and Ellis Cousin, arrested on charges of cruelty to a juvenile, possessing drugs with intent to distribute them, and possessing drug paraphernalia. What an unfortunate thing for this youngster. Luckily, he did not open those bags of cocaine, and we're not talking about something a lot more tragic here on today's Y'all Show. Missouri authorities say a shirtless man reportedly dragging a topless, unconscious woman through downtown Kansas City was actually lugging around a life-size doll. That's good to know. Police said in a tweet that callers reported earlier this week that the man looked like he wanted to throw the woman over a bridge, that he had dropped her, and that he appeared to be trying to dress her. One caller said he was yelling, Savior, while holding the woman. And KCMO police said that when officers learned the woman actually was a doll that the man had found in a trash bin, he was told not to carry it around in public anymore. All right, police title the tweet, and here is today's episode of Not What We Expected Going Into That. And a traffic camera captured some of this doll craziness going on in Kansas City, Missouri here this week. Now, in Georgia, a teacher has car- was carjacked at her local elementary school there, and Atlanta area police are searching for a masked gunman who indeed carjacked this teacher at Heritage Elementary School in South Fulton early on Monday morning. Reports say that the teacher had just parked when a gunman demanded her keys. They, luckily, the teacher was not hurt, but she lost her car, a white 2015 Dodge Challenger. The Heritage Elementary principal says that school police will now stagger their shifts to make sure an officer is on duty during the early morning and late into the evening hours to avoid, again, a teacher right there in the parking lot of South Fulton, Georgia, getting kidnapped or or rather carjacked this week, right when kids and, and teachers alike were just going back for the start of the new school year. Well, unfortunately, the Florida Wildlife and Conservation Commission, FWC, announced there's some kind of deal going on with the state's Florida panthers, uh, mainly the kittens. They, they've exhibited some degree of walking abnormally or difficulty coordinating their back legs. And this crippling disorder appears to be affecting the panthers, and it's puzzling these wildlife officials in the Sunshine State who are trying to determine what is going on with this endangered species so far fwc officials said they've confirmed the neurological damage in some panthers and and also in one bobcat but noted at least eight other panthers and one other adult bobcat as displaying varying degrees of this condition and trail footage from three counties collier lee and sarasota shows that some of the cats have this disorder going on In one of the video clips, a kitten loses its balance. Its hind legs seem to simply give out. And as it manages to get up, albeit slowly, before trotting off after its mother. It's a very unfortunate thing. I'm sure the biologists are going to do a lot of work there and find out what's going on with these panthers in South Florida. There are about 120 to 230 adult Florida panthers. One of the two wildcats found, the other being the bobcat in the state of Florida, according to the FWC. So only a few hundred around conservation efforts that began back in the 70s into the 80s helped save the Florida panthers from extinction. And at that time, they were estimated to be 20 to 30 panthers in the state of Florida. Luckily, that number has gone 
up to close to 300 roughly. Today, Florida panthers are primarily threatened by habitat loss and by cars and crossing highways. Cars hit them, and they have other challenges. I know my own brother has been driving in South Florida along the edge of some fields, and he said he was kind of not paying attention, and he looked over in his pickup truck right on the edge of the woods, and a Florida panther was staring him down, and he was extremely scared, but luckily he was in his truck and the panther decided not to pounce on him that was a good thing to know but yeah they're they're beautiful creatures and i hope we can find out what's going on with the florida panther population as they right now are suffering from this mysterious disorder which is affecting some of their their ability to walk and more to come on this story more news coming out of the sunshine state a man there has been arrested after allegedly performing a botched castration on another man yikes yeah this man arrested monday after performing this alleged botched castration surgery on a man he had met on a castration fetish website i don't i don't think i've gone to that one before thank goodness the highlands county sheriff's office said that this is a little let's just say sensitive that put that on their facebook this week after the arrest of gary van reisk and they say you couldn't even say it's kind of nuts well some real humor coming out of the highlands county sheriff's office deputies responded to a home in sebring florida which is 90 miles east of florida of tampa and after they terminated a 911 call and the man who's 74 years old answered the door and allegedly said he had just castrated a man deputies found the man on the bed with a towel over his groin which was bleeding heavily according to the sheriff's department and he had van rice could build a makeshift surgery room in this home equipped with medical equipment painkillers and a camera to record the procedure he allegedly said he had met the man on a website that caters to people with castration fetishes <sighs> van rice was charged with practicing medicine without a license resulting in bodily injury a second degree felony and he's being held in a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bond oh man more humor coming from the sheriff's office y'all ready for this one from their facebook post this one will definitely hang around in the memory for a while van rice had dropped the ball on this one <laughs> Uh, something tells me they're going to get a little bit of trouble for trying to make a little bit of humor out of something that's not necessarily, to me, funny. It's very disturbing, to be honest with you. But uh, the man who had been hurt, uh, castrated, taken to the hospital, and was later flown to a regional medical center, listed in stable condition. So the guy could end up dying after a botched castration effort. All right, let's move on if we, if we can. I'm, I'm, I don't know if we're going to be able to get out of this one. Hey, another F- Florida story from South Florida. This one slightly, slightly better. David Beckham, you know who that is? Of course, he's married to one of the Spice Girls. And David Beckham, the soccer star, or as they would say where he's from, football. And he's involved with the effort to bring a major league soccer team to Miami. And they're trying to build a stadium. But tests show the soil for the stadium is far more toxic than expected. And David Beckham's Major League Soccer Stadium around the Miami area, it's kind of in jeopardy right now. As analysis found arsenic contamination reaching more than twice the legal limit and hazardous debris and surface level soil samples. And at the Mel Reese Golf Course, which people have played for more than 50 years, this site is being considered for this sprawling billion-dollar commercial and stadium complex that would be home to Beckham's MLS team, Inter Miami. 
According to the report, the pollution underneath the grass on the golf course was caused by contaminated ash from a municipal incinerator that was shut down many, many years ago. And in some spots, the contamination is actually near the surface, as shallow as a half foot deep. So unfortunately for Mr. Beckham, he might have to take his soccer ball elsewhere as they're trying to work through the problems there with his Major League Soccer Stadium site. And now to the country music world we go, and we told you at the start of the hour about some news for the band Alabama. Lead singer Randy Owens and his cousins Teddy and Jeff, the band on Wednesday put a statement out via Facebook. Fans and friends, unfortunately, we have to postpone the remainder of the 50th anniversary tour due to Randy's ongoing complications with cluster migraines and vertigo. We truly hope to continue this record-breaking 50-city tour. However, doctors have advised more time is needed for Randy to fully recover. Rescheduled dates will be announced in the coming weeks. Our fans are everything to us, so we wanted to be the ones to tell you and hope you understand. The 50th anniversary tour has been very special to us. The support of the fans and their energy at all of our shows has led to some of the most fun we've ever had on stage. As disappointed as myself, Randy, and Jeff are to have to postpone this tour for all of our incredible fans, we know that Randy's recovery is what is most important for everyone at this time. We would like to thank our fans, promoters, and venues, and we look forward to seeing you all soon. That statement from Teddy Gentry of the band alabama we certainly wish randy owen all the best as he hopefully will get through this and the band alabama back on tour we hope in the very near future we've got more headlines coming up after the break you don't want to stick around you don't want to miss it stick around because we're going to have some donald trump news as he visited louisville on wednesday and later this hour we'll take a look at some really cool festivals taking place in the month of august as well as in the month of september that's all ahead as the y'all show continues Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile, and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable, Super Fast Network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for $100 a month? No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends 916.19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. 
This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Poof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Back on y'all, talk with a southern accent, and I'm John Rawl in South Kagalaki. Good to have you aboard as we continue our look at headlines from across the South. On Wednesday, President Donald Trump took Air Force One to Louisville, Kentucky, as he went there to speak to the 75th annual AMVETS convention. And he spoke to about 2,000 veterans. And, of course, a lot of people came out to see the president during the speech. It consisted of members of AMBETS, a nonpartisan volunteer group that advocates for military veterans. And Matt Bevan, the governor of Kentucky, who is in a little bit of a race right now in the Commonwealth, joined President Trump on board Air Force One and helped bring the crowd to their feet there in support of President Trump back in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, which has been a place he's been to a good bit, whether it's campaigning in the, uh, what was it, a Senate race in the state of Kentucky that was going on in 2018. I remember him going to Richmond, I think it was. Of course, he's been to Louisville numerous times, and he is all over the place. And and, and I think he was actually for a congressional race, now that I think about it, as both Senators McConnell and Paul, they weren't up for election last year, but there was a really closely contested race in the Lexington area that President Trump went in to campaign for. And he was back in the Commonwealth on Wednesday alongside Governor Bevan. 
Earlier in the week, we told you about Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville, Alabama, being picked to kind of be the lead place for the U.S.'s effort to return to the moon. Well, guess what? There could be even more good news coming to the Tennessee Valley of North Alabama, as right now, Redstone Arsenal there in Huntsville, next door to Marshall Space Flight Center, of which it's really kind of part of the same place, that is on the short list to be the new home of this U.S. Space Command as a decision is getting made here pretty soon about where the U.S. Space Command is going to land. Speaking Tuesday at the National Space Council in Chantilly, Virginia, Vice President Mike Pence said the command's official launch is set for August 29th and that Huntsville's Redstone Arsenal is on the Air Force Secretary's short list of six potential homes of the Space Command. Colorado is also there. It's seen as a front runner with Alabama and California each having an entry again in the Space Command Center for our country. That could really be a huge, huge boost to Huntsville and the Tennessee Valley if that were to come through. So we'll have to wait to see as we know Alabama and Huntsville specifically has had a large role in the propulsion of rockets to go to space. But now that this new Space Command is coming online, it appears it'll be a new military branch backed by President Trump, of course, expected to be ready by 2020, the Space Force. And will Huntsville, Alabama, or maybe someone else in another place in the South be in the mix? Stay tuned for all the details. Well, Tommy Tuberville, you might know him as a college football coach, but right now he's in a tough race for the U.S. Senate in the state of Alabama, getting ready for the 2020 election cycle. And he's campaigning, trying to get the Republican nomination for Alabama to take on Doug Jones, and according to his campaign for Senate, they've released results of an internal survey that show the former Auburn football coach, the former Mississippi coach, the former Texas Tech coach, the former Cincinnati Bearcat coach. Uh, the, the internal polling shows that he's the leading uh, he's the leading guy among the candidates on the Republican nomination. The survey was conducted by More Information Group for the Tuberville campaign. It was done August 11th through the 13th and included responses from 400 likely voters in the 2020 Republican primary. The company said, and they released this week, all this information available. The margin of error was at plus or minus 5%. Now, Tuberville was a choice of 33% of the respondents. U.S. Representative Bradley Byrne of Fairhope on the coast of Alabama had 17% of the choices, followed by Roy Moore at 15%, and Secretary of State of Alabama John Merrill comes in at 13 again into the internal polling, not from the Republican Party, but from the Tuberville campaign. State Representative Arnold Mooney of Shelby County had a 1% on the race for u.s senate republican at least again to take on doug jones in 2020 the primary in alabama is going to be march 3rd of 2020 the race is for the senate seat that jones holds and he's seeking re-election remember jones defeated roy moore in a very contested special election back in 2017 the president and managing partner of more information group eric iverson said coach tuberville has seized the momentum and stretched his lead to double digits in a crowded primary alabama republican primary voters are backing coach a political outsider who's been a staunch supporter of president trump from the beginning over the politicians running against him that i can't prove or disprove 
But I do know that from a name recognition standpoint, certainly Tom Turberville, he's got a lot, lot of attention coming his way because of the fact that people know who he is. And he end up, he may end up indeed getting the nomination on the Republican side and taking on Doug Jones in 2020 in Alabama. How about some politics coming from the old North State? Governor Roy Cooper of North Carolina on Wednesday vetoed legislation requiring North Carolina sheriffs to recognize requests by federal immigration agents to hold jail inmates believed to be in the country illegally. He called the bill unconstitutional and politically motivated. The veto came a day after the GOP-controlled legislature in Raleigh gave the legislation final approval. It was filed in response to several recently elected Democratic sheriffs who are refusing to cooperate with ICE, particularly on immigration detainers. The Democratic governor, the former state attorney general, had signaled in June that the legislation would likely be vetoed and Republicans had idled the measure until this last couple of days. But that the news out of Raleigh as far as the governor vetoing that measure. If you've got a little extra money in your pocket and you don't know what to spend it on these days, would you like to buy an F-16 fighter jet? It's from way back in 1980, but you could buy it as it's listed on sale right now, a rare offer online right now for $8.5 million, and it's being offered alongside two other F-16 Vipers. Uh, And again, you can get this at this jet lease company. It's got it in Palm Beach, Florida. Only, again, only $8.5 million. And Jet Lease is a private aircraft leasing and purchasing company that has offices around the globe. And they purchased this used aircraft from the country of Jordan, which acquired dozens of second-hand F-16s and, and from NATO allies. And the F-16 listed is enhanced with modern upgrades, including being integrated for the Link 16 data network. This aircraft can reach a maximum speed of Mach 2.05 at 40,000 feet, and it travels at nearly 1,573 miles per hour. I don't think it comes loaded with weapons. Even even though you might be spending $8.5 million on it, you can't get this multi-role fighter jet with weaponry if you're looking to buy it there in the Florida area. (laughs) Okay, how about Charleston? Hey, where we are, we're about two hours away from the city of Charleston, and Daniel Island is a nice little area of Charleston that's only opened up over the last 20 years. It was a barrier island, inland island in the Charleston area, and about 25 years ago, they put bridges to Daniel Island, and it has become the trendy area in the Charleston area to live. It's really, really pretty. It's absolutely really just a uh, really sandwich between North Charleston, Mount Pleasant, and the city of Charleston. It's in a perfect location, but it's a little hard to get to. If you don't want to go over all those bridges, it's a little hard to get to. Good news, Daniel Island, which, by the way, that's where they put the big tennis stadium in Charleston that holds the L Ladies Tennis Tour each year, has a big tournament there. And there's going to be a new ferry that's going to operate from Daniel Island and will take up to 49 passengers from a dock on the Wanda River to the Children's Park on Daniel Island to the Charleston Peninsula. And you'll have stops there 
all along the Charleston Harbor in this ferry service, which to me is the first time this has been offered as far as I know. And that is great news because sometimes those bridges have wrecks. They're a problem. And this will cut out a a fair amount of time and it'll be an unbelievable view driving or riding along in this ferry service in the charleston area but look forward to that starting up in october for all of our low country friends this will be a neat option to partake now to louisiana and have you ever heard of evangeline made bread well congratulations this bread company is now turning 100 years old it started back in 1919 when joseph huval started traveling around youngsville selling his mom's fresh bread and they expanded they've been in the same location now since 1937 and Evangeline Maid has been making its signature soft bread in downtown Lafayette and has become a staple on dinner tables in Acadiana. So in Cajun country, they love them some Evangeline Maid bread and they're celebrating 100 years right now. Congratulations. Now to the 50 friendliest states in all of the country. Who are the friendliest countries? Well, let me, t- the fin- friendliest states in our country. Well, I can tell you who's the least friendly. And no surprise, New York State comes in dead last. But what's very strange in this Big7Travel.com ranking, I don't know what they use to determine this, but I know they looked at a bunch of social audience pages on the Internet and stuff to come up with this. Arkansas is 49th. The website claims that Arkansas is a friendly state if you're local. So that's the justification there for Arkansas being 48. Now, moving on down, Florida comes in at number 42 in the friendliest states in the country. Other southern states, Virginia is at number 35. They cite the diversity of Virginia for perhaps why it comes in where it is. Number 33 is the state of North Carolina. Number 30, West Virginia, West by God, Virginia. Maryland's at 27. And now we get to the top half of the top half of the friendly states in the land. Mississippi, which is supposed to be the hospitality state. It comes in at number 23 in this list. Number 22 is Missouri. Alabama is at 21. Kentucky is at 19. Georgia comes in at number 16 in the friendliest states in the country. Again, according to Big7Travel.com, Louisiana is at number 12. You have Oklahoma at number 9 in this ranking. Texas checks in at 4. Where I am right now, South Carolina comes in at number 3. And the leading southern state in the friendliest states in the country is the great state of Tennessee. That This is what they say about Tennessee. That classic southern charm is in full swing in Tennessee, where locals have a buzzing attitude and an eagerness to show off their city to out-of-towners, add in the lively music scene, and it's clear why it's one of the friendliest states in America. Tennessee leads the way. It's the most friendly state in the South, at least, according to Big7Travel.com. And who came in at number one? Who's better than Tennessee and South Carolina? Oh, I want to know how they did all this research. Minnesota comes in at number one, according to this outlet. All right, here is the listing of the top 50 mosquito cities in the country and i'm only i'm only going to tell you the top 10 because i can't stomach who's beyond the top 10 but the top 10 cities for mosquitoes skeeters in all of the country a lot of these aren't in the south that's good news to know i'll just tell you all 10 cities going from 10 to 1 chicago baltimore memphis comes in at number eight philadelphia atlanta is number six dc's at five houston or rather new york's at four houston's at number three dallas fort worth comes in at two and the 
city of Los Angeles, city of angels, the city of mosquitoes, is your number one most mosquito-infested city in the country, according to Terminix. Take it for what it's worth. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we've got a listing of some of the great festivals going on while we have a few days left in August and a couple into the month of September. It's our Festive South, and it's coming up next. Want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom, but a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And well, how could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and even for me, ways to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started, but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Baby, it's our turn. 
Back into the final segment of this first hour of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. And we want to tell you quickly a few of the fun festivals taking place before the month of August wraps, as well as some fun things going on in the month of September. And starting off, it's the Southern Wing Showdown. That takes place in Atlanta, southernwingshowdown.com. That takes place August 25th. Check it out for lots of fun there. Hey, a popular event in Morgan City each year, it's the Louisiana shrimp and petroleum festival and that starts on the 29th of august lasting until september 2nd the website's shrimp and petroleum Org. And then stretching into Labor Day weekend, it's the Marietta Art in the Park in Marietta, Georgia, artparkmarietta.com. That's August 31st through September 2nd. September 5th through 7th in Perdido Key, Florida, it's Bulls on the Beach, and that is florabama.com, the website, to go and learn more about what's going on there. Corvette Capital of the World, Bowling Green, Kentucky, coming up September 6th through the 8th. It's the Holly LS Festival. They're celebrating their 10th festival this year in Bowling Green. Coming up September 7th through all the way into November, it's going to be the Rural Hill Amazing Maze in Huntersville, North Carolina, ruralhill.net, the website to learn more. This takes place Fridays through Sundays starting September 7th until November 3rd there in North Carolina. Norcross, Georgia coming up September 14th. It's the Gateway International Festival. Go to norcrossga.net to learn more info on that. And if you go to Norcross on the 14th, then go to nearby Roswell on September 15th for Back to Your Roots Farm Fair. And you can go there and learn all kind of fun stuff about the farm on the 15th of September. And then when we move on into the middle part of September, go to Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Lovely place right there on the coast of Mississippi. September 19th through the 22nd, it's the Mississippi Songwriters Festival. MSSongwritersFestival.com is the website for that. Head to a place that I stopped by earlier in the week, Augusta, Georgia, on September 20th through the 22nd. It's Arts in the Heart of Augusta Festival. The website is artsinthehartofaugusta.com to learn more info there. And if you want to go into two states, I encourage you to go to Bristol because of both Bristol, Tennessee and Bristol, Virginia, coming up September 20th through the 22nd. It's the Bristol Rhythm and Roots Reunion there in the twin cities of the two states, Bristol, Tennessee and Bristol, Virginia. And those are some of the fun festivals taking place throughout the next month in the Southeast. Encourage you to go out and check them out. Tell them the Y'all Show sent you. Stay where you are when we come back in the second hour. We're going to start it off with a look at the new books that are available across the land. And then we'll get into some SEC sports. We've got all the news coming from across the SEC, including some depth chart moves at the University of South Carolina. The new starter has been named for the Auburn Tigers. We'll also let you hear from a couple of the head coaches in the SEC. We've got audio coming from Will, Will Muschamp of the Gamecocks, Derek Mason of the Vanderbilt Commodores, and Gus Malzahn of the Auburn Tigers. All that ahead in our second hour of Y'all Talk With a Southern Accent. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. 
Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for $100 a month? No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends 9-16-19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60. Two over 50. One over 40. One more if you're not physically active. Another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Attention, attention. The Y'all Show is back for another awesome hour of Southern Talk. I'm John Rawl. It is so wonderful to have you back with us as we talk about the South all over the place. We are on the road right this very moment. We're in South Carolina for the second time this summer. And happy wedding anniversary. That's one of the reasons I find myself back here in the native state to my parents who are celebrating 55 years today. And so wish them well. But also we're here having some good food, fellowship, and I've got to kind of put on my best face come Saturday night for my class reunion. And have you been to your class reunion lately? Maybe you don't go to them. Maybe you do like me and you kind of skip them and then you end up saying, well, maybe I should go to that one. In fact, I haven't been to my last two class reunions. So this is the first time 
that I'm attending a class reunion in about 15 years for my high school. Now, my college reunion, we get together usually like every year, but our official class reunions, just like everybody else, is every five years. And I haven't missed any of those for my college reunions. And thankfully, I'm here to reunionize here this week. And many of you, maybe you've had your class reunions. I mean, is there a good time to have a class reunion? When you think about it, what's the best time of year to have a class reunion? This class reunion here for my high school is happening just a few days after, let's say, you're a parent here in the school district that I grew up in. The kids of the school district just started back to school on Tuesday of the week. So I guess parents who have kids in the same district, this is convenient for them. Now, remember, some of our kids in the South haven't even gone back to school yet. Certainly, the northern kids don't go back to school usually until sometime around Labor Day. So in the South, I think the majority of kids probably already back to school now. But some of you may not even the kids may not even be a factor. But I'm, I'll, I'll report to you next week about how the reunion went. And did I strike up a, a relationship with an old high school sweetheart? That's not going to happen. Uh, and sadly, I didn't have a high school sweetheart. <laughs> I was too shy. And I'm probably still too darn shy. And uh, that'll bite you. So if you're a, a high schooler and you're listening to me, all I can say is don't be like me. Gotta got you gotta talk to these girls. And if you're a girl, hey, we live in the twenty nineteen era. It's okay for you to go strike up the conversation with the guy if you if you're you gotta look out for yourself. And I was too darn nice back then. Or maybe I just was a terrible romantic then and probably still am. But anyway, you don't have to worry about me having that connection after all these years with an old classmate because <laughs> That connection didn't happen when we were together many years ago. But you never know. I'm thinking of that old John Conley song, uh, the old school, great song. But that song kind of talks about a guy meeting up with an old classmate at a reunion, and she makes an offer to him. And he says, no, I don't want to meet up with you because I'm happily married. I'm from the old school. Great song. Well-written song by the rose-colored glasses singer, John Conley. How about that? Pulling out some good country music knowledge here on the Y'all Show. Hey, we're going to pull out some good SEC knowledge in just a little bit. We've got our SEC spotlight. And from just down Highway 1 here in Columbia, South Carolina, we're going to go to the University of South Carolina campus. We're going to have some audio coming to you from Will Muschamp, head of the Gamecock football team, as he's got something to say about his depth chart. We're going to talk about that depth chart before we hear from Coach Muschamp as he made a decision on a backup QB for the Fighting Gamecocks. We're also going to have Coach's audio coming today from Derek Mason of the Vanderbilt Commodores and the Auburn Tigers' Gus Malzahn. He made a big move on the roster this week for the Plainsmen, and we'll let you know what he said, plus all the other news from across the SEC when we have our SEC Spotlight later this hour. Connect to us here on the Y'all Show, 803 816 1170 would love to get your feedback on the all southern show we start off this second hour with our buy the book feature where we look at all the new books available for you to go check out if you want to head down to your barney nobles or go online to amazon or more importantly go find your local bookseller and go buy a good read for yourself or maybe the perfect gift for a loved one is a book so here is according to amazon the top selling books, the top 20 most sold and most read books of the week 
on the Amazon chart. We'll start off with fiction. And Delia Owen, she still is kicking butt and taking names with her debut book out on G.P. Putnam's Sons, Where the Crawdads Sing, at the number one book in the country. Here's a little bit of a big jump in the rankings on Amazon. At number two this week is Dog Man for Whom the Ball Rolls. That is by Dav Pilkey. And that is out this week, number two, on the fiction for Amazon. Greg Olson, not the old Braves pitcher, but a guy named Guy or Gal. It could be a girl. Uh, Greg, G-R-E-G-G. Greg Olson, Lying Next to Me. That's a Thomas and Mercer book. And that one is number three on the Amazon list. Other books of note that are on the Amazon fiction list at Igloo Books. They put out Disney Storebook Collection Advent Calendar. That's at number four. Dropping down a few spots this week is Mark Edwards's Here to Stay. What You Did by Claire McGowan is at number six on the Amazon list. Look Alive 25 by Janet Ivanich. That is number seven on the on the Amazon list. A Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone from J.K. Rowling. It is at number eight on the Amazon list. That's been on the Amazon list for 93 weeks. One Good Deed by David Baldicci. That is at number nine this week. That's been on the Amazon list for five weeks. And number 10 on the Amazon list, A Column of Fire from Ken Follett. That's on Penguin Books. And that's only been out about two months now. Follett's book. That's the Amazon chart of the tw- top 20 most sold and most read books. Fiction. Now, when we switch over to the nonfiction category for Amazon, Educated by Tara Westover is at number one. That's the book where she had a family that pretty much was somewhere out west and they didn't have electricity. They kind of lived the life of a family that was doomsdayer, I guess is the term. And she wrote a book about it. It's called Educated and it's by Tara Westover. Michelle Obama's Becoming is at number two. That book is a huge success. 48 weeks on the Amazon list. Crown put that out and it's a crowning achievement for both the book publisher and the former first lady, Michelle Obama, becoming. Number three on the Amazon nonfiction list is Andrew C. McCarthy's book called Ball of Collusion. Wonder why that thing's still on there based on what we've discovered here in the last couple of weeks. Up on Amazon's list at number four, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, also on the Amazon list, coming in at number five, The Myth of Sisyphus and Other Essays from Albert Camus. That's out on Vintage Books. The Next Pandemic from Ali Khan is at number six on the Amazon nonfiction list. Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F Word, that is out right now at number seven on the nonfiction list. Ibram Kendi's book, How to Be an Anti-Racist, is at number eight. Number five, uh, number nine is Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. I need to go buy that one. I'd love to win some friends and influence people. Need to read that one. Carnegie wrote that. It's out on Simon and Schuster. And number 10, that F word comes back into play for this one. Un F word yourself by Gary John Bishop. And these words don't have the actual word, the nasty word spelled out. They have, in this case, an asterisk where the C would be. But I think it's rather self-explanatory. Come on, fellas. Come up with a better title, something that you don't have to sit here and have an R-rated book title or X-rated, perhaps, for some of you. Those, the top 20 of the sold and most read books of the week 
from Amazon. Now, when we switch over to the New York Times bestsellers in the world of books, a lot of these books end up being the same, but just in case, we'll let you know what some of these books are on the Amazon. The combined print and ebook and fiction uh, is number one is Delia Owens, that same book, Where the Crawdads Sing. That is at number one on the Amazon list of the combined print and ebook fiction. Number two is The Inn. This is a different book. This is by James Patterson, co-written with Candace Fox, a former Boston police detective who's now an innkeeper, must shield a seaside town from a crew of criminals. That book number two, The Inn. Sandra Brown, her book is called Out Fox FBI Agent Drex Easton has a hunch that the con man Weston Graham is also a serial killer. That book number three on the combined print and ebook fiction bestsellers from the NYT. Robert Christ and a dangerous man, Elvis Cole and Joe Pike, get more than they bargained for when they investigate the abduction of a bank teller. That number four on the New York Times bestsellers list. And Ruth Ware's The Turn of the Key, a nanny working in a technology-laden house in Scotland, goes to jail when one of the children dies. That number five on the list there. On the nonfiction list of combined print and ebook ebook nonfiction from the New York Times, that same educated book by Tara Westover is out right now. It's the daughter of survivalist. Tara Westover wrote this book about her family. You have a book out by Gia Teletino called Trick Mirror. It is actually a new book out this week. Nine essays delving into late capitalism, online engagement, and the author's personal history. Gia Tolentino, that book, Trick Mirror, at number two, brand new for you to check out this week. Michelle Obama's Becoming checks in at number three on, on the New York Times bestsellers list. Three Women by Lisa Taddeo is out right now. The inequality of female desire is explored through the sex lives of a homemaker, a high school student, and a restaurant owner. Three Women, it's been out for five weeks and it checks in at number four. And last but not least, historian David McCullough has The Pioneers. The Pulitzer Prize winning historian tells the story of the settling of the Northwest Territory through five main characters. And those are some of your New York Times best-selling books right now for you to go to the theater or go to your theater of bookstores that is <laughs> and check that out and some of these will get made into movies see i got movies on my mind and television shows on my mind speaking of that a paperback nonfiction from the new york times trevor noah has the number one book in that category born a crime and of course this guy's on late night cable tv and his book is out born a crime sapiens it's a paperback nonfiction book it's out right now just mercy from brian stevenson about a civil rights lawyer and macarthur grant recipient memoir of the decades of work to free innocent people condemned to death brian stevenson's just mercy and then you have a book called Robin, a uh, book called White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo, historical and cultural analyses on what causes defensive moves by white people and how this inhibits cross-racial dialogue. Some of this stuff is rather, rather mm, hoity-toity. Is that a word? Perhaps some of these books are a little bit not exactly friendly to the South, frankly, not especially friendly to the white Southern population 
but I haven't read them, so I have to read them and then I can give you. But just based on the titles, based on the little description here, a lot of these books are probably wouldn't be out here if not for the Trump phenomenon going on right now. My opinion. Maybe I should write my own book. Y'all. The story of y'all. That would be what my book would be called. And those are your various books available for you to check out. If you're going to be heading to the beach chair before Labor Day weekend, these would be great finds. And encourage you to go pick up a good book and read, whether it's from the fiction category or the nonfiction character category. All of these available right now. Go to your local bookseller if you're able to and pick these copies up. And that will wrap up our Buy the Book feature on the Thursday Y'all Show. We'll hang on after the break. We're going to switch over from books to the book of the SEC. And Will Muschamp's writing a good novel right now in Columbia, South Carolina. We'll find out what guy's going to be in a backup role to author the Gamecock offense if called upon. That's coming up in our SEC Spotlight. Plus, we'll also have the other news of the SEC, some fun stuff about the SEC that we'll share with you. And in addition to Coach Muschamp, we're going to have some audio coming from Derek Mason of the Vanderbilt Commodores and the head coach of the Auburn Tigers, Gus Malzahn as he's just picked up uh, and announced his decision of the starting QB for the Auburn Tigers. All that ahead in our SEC Spotlight as we wind this Thursday Y'all Show down on the road in South Carolina. Hang on. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for $100 a month? No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends 916.19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.
the Y'all Show SEC Spotlight. And that the fight song of the South Carolina Gamecocks as we are in the Palmetto State. We're in Cocky's Backyard broadcasting the show that's all about the South. I'm John Raw. Great to have you back as we wrap up this Thursday y'all show with SEC news and notes. And we'll hear from the Gamecocks head football coach in the next segment. Also, we'll be hearing from the head coach of the Vanderbilt Commodores, Derek Mason, and the head man, on the loveliest village of the plain, Gus Malzahn, coach of Auburn. All those coaches are coming up in our final segment of today's Y'all Show. Hit us up, 803-816-1170, if you have a question or comment about anything SEC or anything at all about the Y'all Show. We'd love to get your feedback as we start our SEC spotlight here in South Carolina this week. The Gamecocks kind of announced who the backup QB would be for Jake Bentley. Jake Bentley firmly in position to be the starter for the Gamecocks here, entering his senior year in Columbia. But who is that backup going to be? Well, we kind of have a pretty good guess of the complete Gamecock roster now that they've finished their training camp and classes are ready to start in Columbia this week. The coaches have all been kind of laying things out. And we have a pretty good guess now, thanks to the state, the newspaper in Columbia, South Carolina, who the depth, what the depth is going to be for the Gamecocks. Depth chart showing that Jake Bentley, number one quarterback, number two, is Ryan Helinski. Now, this is a guy who was out in California as a high schooler. He left there in the spring of his senior year to enroll early at South Carolina. His brother committed suicide a couple of years ago. His brother was a very well-known college football player, and his whole family ended up moving to South Carolina because of the death of the brother. And he has been named the backup QB for the Gamecocks, Ryan Alinsky. Now, number three, the quarterback, the quarterback on the third position of the depth chart is the carry-on joiner. Many saw him being the backup, and maybe Alinsky would be more of a redshirt role. And frankly, if things go well this year for Will Muschamp, that's exactly what will happen. Alinsky's going to see very little time, but he'll probably see some time. And remember, with the new rules of the NCAA, if you don't play in more than four games, you get to use the entire year as a redshirt year. And perhaps that's exactly what is in play here for Helensky as he's expected to be the Gamecock quarterback of the future, perhaps over to carry on Joyner. But yeah, Helensky was picked as the number two quarterback with Joyner number three. And that leaves questions of whether Joyner will possibly change positions or perhaps even transfer out of the University of South Carolina. More to come on that far as the running back position for the Gamecocks. Now, this is what's really interesting because you've got a transfer into the program who's now listed on the depth chart, at least according to the state, and they cover the Gamecocks every day right alongside Bluff Road there in Columbia. Mon Denson, your number one running back for the Gamecocks on the depth chart. Tavion Feaster is at number two. Does that name Feaster sound familiar? Well, it should, as he is a Clemson University alumnus who played for the Tigers, won a national championship, and now in his senior year, he's going to be a graduate transfer into the rival Gamecocks, and he's expected to really, really be a huge asset to the Gamecock football program. In fact, the other day, he missed practice for the Gamecocks to go back to Clemson to pick up his degree. So a great feat there for Tavion Feaster. Now of the South Carolina Gamecocks, a product of Spartanburg, South Carolina. The number three running back is Rico Dowdle 
on the depth chart, at least what's been put out by people who supposedly know what's going on with the Gamecock football program. From the wide receiver position at South Carolina, the number ones, remember these kind of coming threes here. You got Shy Smith, Trace Smith, and Brian Edwards, your number one group of receivers. The second set, Josh Van, Rondrakis Davis, and Chavis Dawkins on the depth chart of wide receivers. A key role here for the Gamecocks with the fact that Keel Pollard has left the program due to injury. You got Kyle Markway and Will Register, your one and two at the tight end position for the Gamecocks. Offensive tackle, Sedarius Hutcherson and Dylan Wadham. Number two, Ja'Kai Moore and Jalen Nichols listed on the depth chart from the state for your offensive tackles. Your offensive guard position, Donnell Stanley and Eric Douglas, number one there. Your center is Hank Manos listed there now when it comes over you switch over to the defensive side of things the very talented dj Wanham, your number one buck defensive end your defensive end is kingsley inner barge i think is his name he's at number one with aaron sterling entrenched at number two on the depth chart and the defensive tackle position javon kinlaw kobe smith there listed there for the gamecocks with Rick Sandage and Keir Thomas, your number two position on the defensive tackle effort. And middle linebacker, Ernest Jones, number one. T.J. Brunson, number two. And we'll switch on down, go a little bit further for, as far as safeties for the Gamecock defense. R.J. Roderick and J. Moss Williams is the safety position with J.T. Ibe and Jamie Robinson the number two on the depth chart for the safety position. Your punt returner, Brian Edwards. Your kickoff returner, Shai Smith. Your punter, Joseph Charlton. Your kicker, Parker White. And that is the estimated and best guess on the depth chart for Will Muschamp and the Gamecocks of South Carolina entering what would be his, what is this going to be, 16, 17, fourth year in Columbia, South Carolina. And last year was a ho-hum year. And it was going to be okay, especially after they put a pretty valiant effort against the Clemson Tigers in that last regular season game. And then the bowl game came and Virginia blanked them in Charlotte. And it was a pretty miserable offseason in a lot of ways. But the optimism's back. Jake Bentley going to be the senior this year for Carolina. And we'll find out if the Gamecocks can capitalize on that here entering the 2019 season. Well, as the college football season turns 115 years old, the game of college football, there's a great article out on CBS Sports by Dennis Dodd, how the South has been defined and shaped by the game as college football turns 150 years old. So encourage you to go there and find out how the South with players like Herschel Walker and great teams like the Clemson team of now, the Alabama teams of the last few years, the Alabama teams under Bear Bryant, how integration affected the game of college football in the south we saw some teams adapt to it very early on some teams were rather stubborn and it is part of the the story of the southeast and then you have here in modern times the advent of the sec network and today today is the birth of the acc network accn go check it out if you have it on your local cable system and or satellite and that's going to be good for the game of college football to have now both the sec network and our acc network for her acc friends and even if you're an sec homer you still want to flip over there and see what they've got to say about college football and i'm sure they're going to be talking about the sec from time to time on the ACCN. But sure enough, the South, and we're kind of biased here, the South is certainly the leader 
of the game of football and the sport of college football for sure. And again, Dennis Dodd penned this. Check it out as college football turns 150, how the South has been defined and shaped by the game. Looking forward to that read on CBS Sports. Now to a rather more uh, fun interview, a fun story coming to us from the Bleacher Report. It's the best throwback uniforms for college football's 150th anniversary. And I happen to see where Under Armour, a Southern-based company, has just released some uniforms for a bunch of their teams that wear Under Armour to celebrate the 150th birthday of college football got to give a lot of love to what they did for the cincinnati bearcats i know they're not necessarily a southern team but they're right across the border from northern kentucky and did you know that cincinnati's history of playing football at uc it goes all the way back to 1885 one of the oldest programs to play college football is uc and they've got a great throwback football uniform that's coming up for the bearcats here this year so give them a lot of attention i love what under armor is doing for their sort of home school the Maryland Terrapins and the founder of Under Armour actually played a little football for the Chirps and Maryland's going to go back to what they had in the Boomer Assize and the coach Bobby Ross era of Maryland Terrapin football got that great Terps logo on the side and none of that funky Maryland flag stuff at least from what I'm seeing on their throwback uniform so excited about that and I got a single out I think the best looking throwback uniform coming up in 2019 is from right here where I am, the South Carolina Gamecocks. They're going back to the Black Magic era of Gamecock football, the 1980s. In 1984, the South Carolina Gamecocks climbed to number two in the polls. They beat Florida State on ABC's football game of the week, and everything was going great. The Gamecocks were undefeated, marching toward perhaps a national championship, their first And they only had two games left on the season. They had Clemson, which was going to be a tough game. And then they had a real easy schedule where the Navy midshipmen were on their schedule. And they had to go to Annapolis and play that game against a very, really horrible Navy football team. And the Gamecocks lost it. They lost big time and dashed their national championship hopes. They ended up coming back the next week and beating Clemson. I think it was 22-21. to (laughs) And... They were supposed to go to the Orange Bowl, but instead they went to the Gator Bowl, and then they lost that. They lost to Oklahoma State in the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. Yours truly was there at that game in 1984. But the Gamecocks are going to go back to the 1980s with this great-looking throwback uniform from Under Armour. Instead of Carolina across the chest, it'll say Gamecocks. It's a great garnet-looking helmet that will go along with it. It's not exactly the same uniform, but it's pretty close. I think they should still do a little bit more of a throwback and truly have the exact same uniform. But the basics are there, and I congratulate them to having that look that Coach Joe Morrison had when he Gamecock when he was the Gamecocks coach. And to Will Muschamp's credit, he's kind of embraced Coach Joe. And he's brought in the black, and he even uses the same Carolina script logo on the side of the helmets on his game day attire that Coach Morrison used to have on the on his hat when he ran the sidelines at Williams Bryce Stadium. So that that's kind of a fun thing, and I'm sure even other apparel manufacturers, the Nikes, the Adidas of the world, are going to also do something for their special schools to celebrate college football's 150th birthday with these throwback uniforms here this year so speaking of throwbacks and the Gamecocks actually Wednesday it was Joe Morrison's birthday of course if you know anything about coach Joe Morrison he was a New York football Giants great I'm fairly certain his number is actually retired 
with the Giants. But Coach Joe, his birthday would have been on Wednesday. He would have turned 82 years old because Coach Joe died in 1989 at only 51 years old. And he actually died at Williams-Brice Stadium during the offseason. That's where he was found dead. So Coach Joe Morrison, rest in peace. And I remember that day like it was yesterday when they found the man in black, Coach Joe Morrison, dead. And they went on from him to Sparky Woods and Gamecock football. Not quite the same, even though the Spurrier years from a win standpoint were good. But there was something special about Coach Joe Morrison and the, the, the style that he brought to the Gamecock football program. Well, speaking of the Gamecock f- football program of today, Will Muschamp is leading the program. And this is, I won't say a do or die year coming up in 2019. But he's got a lot of pressure, especially with the team up north. The Clemson Tigers winning national championships. He he better make Carolina football great again. <laughs> if it's ever been great, Clemson fans would say, hey, I don't think they've ever been great. But we've got audio coming up from Coach Muschamp in just a few minutes after the break that you'll get to hear him talk about his Gamecocks. And also we've got Derek Mason of the Vanderbilt Commodores. Adam Sparks of the Tennessean was able to ask him a few questions. We've got that audio coming. And Gus Malzahn, coach of the Auburn Tigers. He was able to answer questions about his quarterback decision. All that is coming up after the break as our SEC Spotlight rolls on. Want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom, but a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And well, how could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like 
how to improve her mood, and even for me, ways to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started, but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. We are for the final segment of this Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent as we accentuate the South and we're accentuating the great state of South Carolina as we're back in the Palmetto State for two days broadcasting Southern goodness and our SEC spotlight rolls on from right here in South Carolina and here in this state that's about 50-50 between the big boys at least about half the state loves the Clemson Tigers half the state loves the South Carolina Gamecocks It's not easy. This is not Arkansas, where it's pretty much all Razorback fans. There are Clemson fans everywhere. There are Clemson fans in the shadows of Williams-Brice Stadium. They are everywhere, and they are quite loud these days, and rightfully so. They are perhaps the best team in college football. I could even take the perhaps all. I'll go ahead and say it. Clemson is the best team in college football. And that's tough to say here during our SEC spotlight. But it's it's kind of true. And there's a lot of evidence pointing to that pure statement for me. That it is actually pure fact. But Will Muschamp, if he does his job correctly, he's going to make those Gamecock fans who are taking it on the chin these days and the rest of college football taking it on the chin too, thanks to the Dabo Sweeney coached Clemson Tigers. He's going to make Gamecock fans and the rest of college football a lot more excited if he can solve that Clemson problem. If he solves the Clemson problem, Clemson is not going to win a national championship. Clemson can't win a championship if they lose to the Gamecocks in that final game of the season each year because that will likely knock them out of any kind of playoff scenario and they may win an ACC championship, but they're probably not going to win a championship and even get into the playoff mix if the Gamecocks can pull the upset. Okay? And even if they do find themselves in the playoff, hey, Carolina fans would be probably okay with that because you might be the national champion, but you didn't win the Palmetto State. And for that, we got you. But again, chances are Clemson will not be in any kind of national championship picture if they lose that late November game each year to the Gamecocks. And that's what Will Muschamp's hoping to do. And he needs to turn around. He's never beaten Clemson in his time in Columbia. And this is, again, year four. And he's got to make it a game. 
Last year was a little bit more respectable than what we've seen in past years. Jake Bentley is the Gamecocks quarterback. Coach Muschamp just announced this week his number two guy. He's going to explain that decision. He's going to take more questions from the Gamecock media. Here is the head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks, Coach Muschamp, the former Georgia Bulldog defensive playmaker, the guy that followed Nick Saban to LSU to the Miami Dolphins and was at Auburn as an assistant and was the head coach of the Florida Gators. And now he's been at Columbia for a few years. And when he's not on his boat on Lake Murray, hanging out at his pretty million-dollar-plus home on Lake Murray near Columbia, He's getting that Gamecock football team ready for kickoff against the North Carolina Tar Heels coming up Labor Day weekend. Here's Coach Muschamp. You know, there's been some some good competition is the best way I'd say it. There were some a couple explosive plays. Shot Smith had a really good day today, but, I mean, we got a defender there, and we got to make that play. And defensively, offensively, I'm happy that Shot made a 50-50 ball, made a great play. So, uh, you know, when, you, when you're able to, to – you know, not just bust and, and, and let a guy run free on the defense, I guess, is what, Josh, what I'm trying to say. I mean, we had some really good competition. We had some point-of-attack plays where uh, the, the running backs running through contact or we're making a really nice tackle defensively. Uh, so there's a lot of, you know, things that from a, from a schematic standpoint I thought were clean. It was some of the procedural issues we've got to get cleaned up. But I, I think it's been pretty even. How were the quarterbacks today? I guess Jake Ryan and um, on. All three guys, you know, I thought, uh, you know, Jake, we had some explosive plays offensively, um, and, and I'm looking forward to watching the film and evaluating to carry on and Ryan. John. Uh, Coach Wolford was pleased with the, the way his group blocked in, in the run game last yeah. scrimmage. Did you see the same thing in this scrimmage from them? I thought we had some creases, you know, in the run game. We did, you know, John, we did so much situational work. So it wasn't as much just move the ball. Uh, so it's kind of hard in some situations that, uh, to, to look. But, uh, again, I think we've done a nice job in the run game, uh, you know, throughout training camp and blocking a pretty good front. And how, how did Tavian look today? What did you see? Good. It looked good. Caught the ball well, ran the ball well, had a nice, really nice cut on a touchdown on an inside zone. So it was good. He, I thought he looked good. Back to what you said about Shy. You had some receivers in previous years that could cover up a lot of ills. Have you identified players like that as far as covering up those type of things that are 50-50 balls like you saw today? Well, two guys that stood out to me today was Josh Van and Shy. I mean, those guys have had really good camps. Shy has had an exceptional camp, and he's a very difficult guy to cover. Um, he's got really good catch radius down the field. He's got really good speed, and he's got good open field quickness as far as evading people and making people miss. So I think he's had a really good training camp. Josh Van has had a good camp. Uh, you know, to this point, but it's all it all goes back to me to the summer, the type of summer both those guys had. They they really busted it all summer. They went after it hard all summer, and they've come into camp and had really good camps, and that's been good. Rodriguez has done some nice things, so those three guys have jumped out at us, and of course, I think Brian's had a really good camp as well. Will Muschamp, the head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks, as his Gamecocks kind of wrapped up camp, and now they're kind of getting more into game week mode, the North Carolina Tar Heels. And the South Carolina Gamecocks meet over Labor Day weekend in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. That's the opener for the Carolina Gamecocks, who have the dubious distinction of having the toughest schedule in all of college football. Well, the Vanderbilt Commodores, their schedule's not much easier than the Gamecocks, but it's, it's a little easier. And they start their season at home you know, on Labor Day weekend with the Georgia Bulldogs pouncing into Vanderbilt Stadium. And Derek Mason's going to have a big challenge. He's got to replace Kyle Shermer at quarterback on West End. And 
He took time this week to answer questions from Adam Sparks, the Vanderbilt beat writer for the Tennessean.com. And here is Coach Mason answering those questions and discussing more aspects of his Vanderbilt football team here on our SEC Spotlight. Today was about, man, getting these guys back in the morning practices, getting them to understand, because it was a long practice. Okay, man, we've got freshmen out of here already. Uh, man, and the idea is to make sure man, we strain. Okay, man. And today was one of those practices where guys had to stand up. They had to learn how to lean on one another. They had to learn how to fight through. Okay, man, man, what this heat is. Okay, man, this is the SEC. It's warm out here right now. I love exactly what this heat is doing to us, man. It, it either melts you or makes you come alive. And right now, okay, like this group, this group is probably right there in the middle. Okay, man, they're not they're not at the lowest point, man, man, but they didn't do exactly what I needed. So we need more. Today was a good day. Okay, man, we'll watch the film. We'll get better. I know you haven't announced your quarterback, obviously, but do you, have you decided if you're actually going to publicly say you're going to you're going to take this up to kickoff and leave it in, in the team? We're going to take it up to kickoff. Like here's the deal, man. These guys have done a, a great job. You mean both of these guys have done a great job? I mean, we're getting closer to understanding, man, exactly where we need to go. I'll make a decision here in the next couple of days, and then we'll figure it out, uh, you know, like from there. But I'm not going to, uh, you know, man, declare who a quarterback is until we get ready to play. Both of these guys, man, have earned that. Okay, man, and that's respectful. Or, or, or trying to be respectful of what these guys have done on the field. What are you looking for between those two guys that will really separate the starter from the back? Man, it, it's it's about being able to handle the moments. You know, man, football is not just, you know, man, a game of being able to get in the huddle and lead the huddle, man. It's about managing the game. It's about making sure, man, you can get us in the right play. Okay, like, do you have enough poise to lead us, okay, man, in critical situations? Okay, man, can you, can you make the right throw, get us in the right protection? Okay, man, and get us first down to put the ball in the end zone. That's what I'm looking for. What sets those two guys apart right now? Right now, like I said, man, they're right, they're, they're right neck and neck. I mean, you, you, you want me to tell you who's the starter. And really, at the end of the day, I'm not telling you that. I mean, I'll tell you, tell you both these guys are working. Let's, let's continue to work. That your head coach of the Vanderbilt football team, Derek Mason, after practice this week, Vanderbilt and Georgia, the opening games for both of those programs in the 2019 season, they get together at Vanderbilt Stadium Labor Day weekend. Well, Auburn coach Gus Malzahn is getting his team ready to face the Oregon Ducks. That game will be in Arlington, Texas over Labor Day weekend. And he just announced this week his new starting quarterback for the Auburn Tigers. And Gus Buss, uh, the Gus Buss getting ready to put a lot of fuel in it, headed to Dallas area for this football matchup with the Pac-12's Ducks. Coach Gus Malzahn at the mic this week with media. Let's go here from the head coach of the Auburn Tigers now on the Y'all Show. You know, after a really good quarterback competition, we named Bo Nix our starter today. And uh, just felt that, um, you know, we needed to uh, let our team know who the starting quarterback is going into Oregon. Um, you know, start getting the reps specifically with the ones to try to get some timing and everything that goes with that. But it was a very good competition. And like I said before, I, th- I think the biggest thing, you know, when I look back at the whole thing is we've got two quarterbacks we feel like we can win win with. It was a very good competition. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, Bo Nix won the won the starting quarterback job. Um, he did a very good job, um, you know, with his attention to detail, with uh, – everything that goes with it. Um, and I will say this about Joey, and I told him this, he's going to help us win this year. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, but the good thing is, uh, you know, really everything that we confirmed is we got two guys we feel like we can win with. And But, uh, you know, I introduced Bo to the team uh, in our team meeting. Our team was very excited. I think from their standpoint, you know, they're, they're happy. They, they know who is going to lead us into that first game. And uh, they responded well in the practice field today. Questions? 
take it when they think about the news and look at it? Uh, you know, um, you know, Joey's a competitor, Bo's a competitor, um, but they both respect each other. Um, both of them are team guys, and uh, you know, they 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 responded about like I thought they would. Will there be a plan for Joey in the first game? Uh, I'm not ready to say that right now, but uh, you know, I have a lot of confidence in him. Uh, but I'm not ready to say any kind of plans first game or anything like that. But, uh, you know, that's probably the best way to put that right now. Gus Malzahn of the Auburn Tigers as he answered questions this week on the Plains, Auburn, and the Oregon Ducks getting together on the Saturday of Labor Day weekend with the late Saturday night matchup against the Ducks out at Arlington, Texas. The Auburn Tigers' home opener at Jordan-Hare will be against the Tulane Green Wave on September 7th, and they'll be on the road to start SEC play as they go to 12th man country, Auburn and Texas A&M, together another top 20 matchup as of right now entering the season that game set for september 21st at kyle field and that is your sec spotlight on this thursday as we are in south carolina we'll be back right here in the palmetto state again on friday for more y'all excitement we'll let you know about what's going on in atlanta at east lake as the pga tour championship is going on there who's going to walk away with the big paycheck we'll let you know we'll give you our best estimation of that on our friday y'all show we'll have our friday free for y'all maybe a good south carolina song that will go along with the summer coming to an end perhaps it will go into the archives and pull out something really fun for you there and we'll take a look at the new movies and more all that wrapping up our week of y'all on the road here this last part of the week in the palmetto state thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in to the y'all show with john rawl we'll see you tomorrow have a great rest of your day Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for $100 a month? No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends 916.19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? 
In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Oof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.